0: This is Ministry Bits, episode 022, August 18th, 2014. Back to School with Stephen Holt. Ministry Bits is proud to be a part of the AIM network of podcasts, you can find more information about that at adventures in ministry.com. Show notes for this episode can be found at my website at chadl.co slash mbits slash zero two two. Be sure to like our Facebook page at facebook.com slash ministrybits and our Twitter page at twitter.com slash ministry bits. And make sure you check out Stephen Holt's blog at daily That's daily dot eebly Dot com a Well, good morning, afternoon, or evening. You may delete as appropriate. I am Chad Laman and however may you may be listening, and wherever and whenever you may be listening, we thank you for tuning in to this 22nd episode of Ministry Bits. And uh, we are back. We are talking about uh, being back to school, and we've got a special guest today. Uh, after being off the air, I guess, several weeks, and we're going to get back into a regular schedule, but we've got a special guest today. Today, Stephen Holt. Stephen is the uh, youth minister at the Hamilton, and to make sure I'm saying this correctly. It's the Hamilton Church Christ in Hamilton, Alabama, correct?
1: That's right.
0: Okay, and I always want to, for some reason, I always think that Hamilton has a, they have like this really, you know, influential and, and um, great name or something like Indian Creek. <laughs> West Alabama Church of Christ or something like that. I mean, no, no, it's just regular old Hamilton Church of Christ, right?
1: We're just regular old Hamilton.
0: <laughs> and and how's your uh you know, before we get into the, the show here, how's how's the work going there? How's everything uh doing? You said something about earlier about your kids uh going back to school.
1: Yeah, it's going great. They're all they're all back to school and we just uh sent a couple up to Freed uh Saturday to get them started up there and got some others starting college this week, so Got a lot of changes. A lot of we had only well, we had three seniors this year, but uh, they were some seniors that we're going to be missing. So it'll be it'll be kind of different without having all of them around. But it's going to be a good year for us, I think.
0: Well, we had um, here at Church Street. We had twelve seniors graduate, oh, wow. and that was our biggest group in you know several years. You know, we've had six, no. we had seven. You know, there. But this is our biggest group ever, and this was the first group that I actually had. When I when I came here, I've been here four years, so I, this is the first year that I've had them. So it was it was kind of special to me and kind of a uh, uh, a little bit of heartbreaking. But half of them ended up going to UT Knoxville, um, and there's already several there from the youth group that had went in previous years, and uh, they've got a good Christian Student Center there and everything, and they're really excited to be there, and they they get they all moved in on Saturday too, so. It is back to school time, and that is foremost on everybody's mind. And Stephen, that's exactly what we're going to talk to uh, you about. You are actually starting a new degree. You're actually starting grad school here pretty soon. And what we wanted to do with the next three shows is interview. I wanted to interview somebody like you who's starting off their degree, who's who's recently restarting a degree. You've already got a obviously you've already got a, a, a degree, but you're getting your grad degree. You're getting your master's, and I wanted to interview somebody that was in the middle of it and then somebody who was finished with their grad work uh, and talk about the technology that you used um, or are going to use in your case uh, going back to school. So let's start off. What what kind of degree are uh, are you pursuing? What are you what are you doing and where are you going to, to get that degree?
1: I'm going to be back at Freed. I'm uh, doing the Masters of New Testament. I kind of debated between the New Testament and the ministry for a while, but I kind of wanted to take some Greek, and I figured if I'm going to take the Greek, I was going to get the degree that said that I'd taken the Greek. So I'm going with the New Testament and uh, debated for a long time about doing it online. And I've talked to a lot of people and said that you know, online is great. It's like you're there. And, and we're talking about technology, and the technology for online stuff is supposed to be really great, but I wasn't exactly the greatest student when I first started at Freed.
0: Yeah, that, I think that's that's true of pretty much everybody.
1: I, I made I made the I made a personal decision that at least for this first semester I'm driving up there every week. Uh, got two classes and they're both on Thursdays, so one day a week I'm going to be driving up to Freed and uh, taking some doing my classes that way at least this semester. And then after that, I'll decide if I've gotten back into school mode well enough that I can do it online. But
0: now um, you graduated from freed Hartman with your with your um, the degree your first degree uh, in what year
1: well I actually didn't graduate
0: from that's Freed. that's right that's right you uh, went to freed for a, a year or two and then you went to where
1: yeah I finished I finished three years at freed and then we moved to Pensacola and I did preaching school down there right and then once we moved to Cleveland I finished my bachelor's degree at Lee University and uh, got it in communication so I decided I wanted some kind of an actual bible degree to to use and just the excuse to get more in-depth studying, mainly. So I okay. decided to go back and work on that.
0: Okay. So to kind of preface, um, I guess how old you are. We're we're gonna talk. We're gonna do some something fun here before we get started in our main discussion about uh, tech. What uh, I guess what year did you graduate high school?
1: Two thousand four.
0: Two thousand four. Okay, so you're only yeah. four years uh, older than than I am. I graduated in two thousand. So I found this article um, on BuzzFeed. You gotta love BuzzFeed and their lists. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, 15 things we did at school that future students will never understand. And I'm not gonna read all of them. Or, or and it's funnier if you look at the, uh, at the at the post itself. But we'll have the um, the show. it will have the link in the show notes here. Uh, number one here is copy notes from a an overhead projector. You ever done that? I have. I didn't but, I mean, do. It it's, and I'm not talking about a digital projector, like from oh, a computer. Yeah, right. I'm talking about an overhead with transparencies uh, projector. Yeah.
1: I, well, I actually did in science class. Um, Joe Delay, he used his all the time. <laughs> that's I right. He never did, used any there. technology. But I did officially copy notes from an overhead projector while I was in college.
0: An- another one. Did you secretly pass, or not even secretly? Did you pass handwritten notes to people in class? oh Of course. Oh hey, yeah. I think everybody did that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, there's, surely there are people still doing that today. I mean, if there's not, I know people are texting still, but if people aren't passing handwritten notes, they're missing out on something for it. <laughs>
0: that's right, that's right. Uh, what about this? Writing on a chalkboard with real live chalk. Not not a dry erase board with, with markers. A real chalkboard, green, with white chalk.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Well, Can you remember doing we did that?
1: that? We did that when we would be studying. That we're oh, gonna, yeah. Some of the different rooms, especially when we we're taking Greek and stuff, and we would write all over the boards, and you know chalk hardly ever comes off, and so you erase it, and it's still kind of there. And it was it was a mess, but we definitely did some chalk writing. What about this actually one? Oh, late, sorry, later that. later on? I'm going to tell you some more about uh, writing with chalk, but we'll get to that later on. And one of the later some lo- maybe
0: some low tech stuff we're going to be talking about. Right? Oh yeah. Uh, what about this? Making textbook covers out of paper grocery bags. Yep, did you ever do definitely,
1: that? Definitely did that.
0: Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Because you could design your own. You could write whatever you wanted to on it and stuff. And that yeah, was
1: the. I, I even I would even use newspapers. And of course, you know, newspaper yeah. is so thin that it would fall apart immediately. But uh, <laughs> yeah. for that first day of class, you were reading the comics because it's what we'd wrap them in. And so that was, one one was that tough. was
0: oddly satisfying to me, and it may be a little, I, it may be a little past your time. Because I don't know if it. I say your time. You're like five minutes <laughs> younger than you. me. Um, tearing off the edges of dot matrix paper. You know, with the holes. Oh yeah. You remember that the big, oh, huge yeah. printers that were like very—I mean, that—that that was oddly satisfying. Was tearing oh, yeah. off those things. I, I didn't—I didn't get a lot of that experience,
1: but I—I I definitely understand the, that I understand that. I get where you're coming from.
0: Um, sharpening pencils the old-fashioned way—you know, by hand. You had to do the little cranky thing, you know.
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: And not—not not the know. electric pencil sharpener because that thing was loud, you know. And you just went up there, yeah. and stuck it in, and, you know, like that, but. I'm talking about that, <laughs> you know, the thing with yeah. people. The electric one
1: takes away half of your pencil every time you sharpen it. So you <laughs> yeah. <use> the <laughs> and there was so always that one
0: it. kid that went to sharpen his pencil, like, you know, 40 times during one of the lectures, oh, yeah. you know, his, oh, I got to, I got to sharpen my pencil again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've kind of talked about this a little bit and, uh, selling magazines door to door for an annual mm. fundraiser or those infernal oh, discount yeah. cards. You know, those kids still do the discount cards these days. So. I don't know if discount cards were a thing back that, but whatever. Oh yeah. Um, book fairs. We, we had to... smart
1: cards that we sold.
0: Smart? Oh, they were called smart cards.
1: Yeah, we sold smart cards, and they were a lot more valuable than what the kids today are selling. Today, it's you can get a free drink, and we would have like here's some free food. <laughs> you our you our smart cards were much better than to what To get they a, have now. a
0: trapper keeper, you know, that's what we. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. what about this last one I think uh selling um I don't say saving your work on floppy disks those little 1.44 4 megabyte oh, yeah. floppy disks
1: yeah I did some of that my, my best floppy disk memory is playing organ trail though I
0: mean, <laughs> yeah if,
1: you, if you've never played organ trail on a floppy disk then you have definitely missed out on something important <laughs> in a childhood and then you know you get halfway through the game and you got to pull the disc out and put the second disc in yeah it was great because those were so small yeah That was the best part of school was Oregon Trail Day.
0: That blows my mind. You think about 1.44 megabytes. We're not talking about gigabytes. We're talking about megabytes. That is just infinitesimally small compared to what we have as... (laughs) ...lives now. I mean, that's just unbelievable. Okay, so you told us you're uh, pursuing a degree after the fun's over, I guess. We'll get to to the nitty-gritty here. You're pursuing a degree at Freed Harmon. You're going to be doing part of that online, part of that um, in, in, I guess, for real. You're going to be actually sitting in a classroom listening to a teacher. Um, Let me ask you this. Since you graduated college, and maybe even not since then, there's been a lot that's changed, hasn't there?
1: Oh, yeah, especially since... Uh, my time at Freed, and that's kind of what, when you sent me the questions. that's kind of what I was comparing with was when I was at Freed the first time as to going back. Uh-huh. I, was, I finished my bachelor's in December, and so there's not a whole lot that's changed since just then. And so I'm kind of comparing yeah. Yeah. first trip to Freed to this trip to Freed. And uh, there's there's quite a new things. The, and the iPod Touch came out right when I left Freed for the first time. Wow. so there's things have progressed quite a bit.
0: And and what kind of things are you going to use this time around that you didn't that maybe you didn't use before? Like you you referenced the iPod Touch there. What 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 kind of tools are specifically are you going to be using?
1: Uh, my iPod or not my iPod my iPad. I've got the iPad Mini and it's it's become probably my best friend as far as things that I use. It it goes with me everywhere. Um, it's always it's it's my new go-to for anything really. Uh, just if I'd have yeah, had that, I be taking Will you, be taking, will you be taking
0: notes on that? And, and um, Do you have like a type cover or something that you're using? Or well, I've, I've
1: tried that, but uh, the one I had was so small. Usually as far as taking notes, I'll use my laptop. I've got a MacBook mm-hmm. Pro that I use mostly for note taking. But um, as far as when it comes to studying and stuff, um, I'll, I've got everything worked up. So if I need something that's on my uh, MacBook, I can get it over to my iPad pretty quick. And so I'll when I'm just studying, I never study from my computer. It's always from the iPad. And so that's, that's my big thing is putting stuff on there. And, you know, if I'd have had that last time I was at Freed, I probably would have been at least a little bit better of a student, maybe, but I don't know how much it Yeah. Would and really it's help.
0: just amazing. You know, when I gra- I graduated in 08, I believe the same year as you and from Freed. And I had, you know, I had my four-year degree from Freed. I was there from 04 to 08. And, I didn't, you know, the iPhone came out in 07, mid 07, and I didn't have an iPhone yet um, until, you know, that next year because they were so expensive. Mm -hmm. And it's just amazing how the iPhone has transformed all of the different phones and all the different tablets and all the different app stores just in the last seven years. And to me, it seems like the apps in the app store would be the biggest difference in the, the the things that you're using to take notes and the things that you're using to reference and you know things like that to write um, papers and different things like that. What kind of, um, kind of moving backwards a little bit, what kind of existing tech, what what do you see yourself using um, that you used at Freed before using that again? I mean, do you, do you anticipate using stuff that you used at Freed before again?
1: Oh, well, when I was there, I didn't really have a lot of fancy technology. Uh, I got my first laptop when I was at Freed, which was nice. Uh, taking a computer to class was a lot nicer than just having the big desktop in the in my dorm. Uh-huh. Um, uh, flashcards are my big thing, and it's not officially technology, but you know, I'd be taking a lot of Greek, and so making making flashcards is probably the biggest thing that I did then, that I'll be doing again. And you know, we were talking about chalk earlier. Uh, flashcards kind of the progression of those we started off uh, when we'd be studying in, in paul gray and we would use sidewalk chalk on the floor in the because huh. it was a carpet and it would it would work perfectly and so we would put all of our greek paradigms and stuff just write them out on the floor and then just vacuum them up when we were done and so I, think that's I kind I remember
0: a, seeing that too. That's my. I'm looking at the
1: carpet in my office now, and it's kind of the same shade almost as what the Paul gray floor was. So, <laughs> I've got some sidewalk chalk in my closet right now, so there may be some sidewalk chalk in my office floor eventually. Who knows? So they, that's that's some good tech to reuse is sidewalk chalk on the floor.
0: So, what do you kind of see as um, looking at the the perspective here of of starting school and everything? What what kind of apps do you see yourself using specifically, or do you see yourself using any specialized apps to like take notes or or doing any of that kind of thing?
1: Well, most of the notes that I take, I still use Evernote, and I know there's been a lot of people that uh, some people used to use Evernote, and now they've moved on to bigger and better things. But I still love Evernote. I think it's I think it's amazing. I've actually got got it pulled up right now for all my notes for what we're talking about today. And um, just, that's that's the easiest way for me to type something and get it on the iPad and still be able to edit it anywhere. Um, Yeah,
0: yeah, because, I mean, you can take a note on on your iPad on Evernote if you don't happen to have your laptop. And then when you get back to the, uh, I say your dorm room, when you get back home, uh, uh you can, you know, pull that up on your laptop without having to do any. Uh, transferring over or anything like that and oh, yeah. it all syncs and it all works right there and if you don't have one device if you've got another you can always Evernote is everywhere so you can use oh, yeah. Evernote anywhere you use and that's one of the big advantages of Evernote I, I, I think
1: now, Between Evernote and then um, Dropbox and Goodreader sync together uh, that's probably one of my favorite comparisons I don't guess it's a comparison but uh, um, two things to be put together is Dropbox and um, goodreader i've got a i've got a folder set up in my dropbox that whenever i finish a sermon or a bible class i save it to a pdf and put it in there whether it was from evernote or something else and it goes straight to that folder and it automatically syncs into goodreader and then uh, i just created a new one for greek and so anytime i've got something on there like something i found online or notes in class whatever it is i can save it into that folder and it'll immediately be on my goodreader which is on my ipad so that's uh Evernote and GoodReader are probably my two most go-to things out of everything that I have. Uh, if those two, if those two places were to shut down, I would probably be lost.
0: <laughs> um, but that, I mean, you bring up a really good point. Is the system that you've got in place and that you're using is going to be really good for one thing? And and I don't know if you're thinking about the same thing that I'm thinking about, but. When you're taking notes, and when you're like, for instance, I'm not going back to school. I, 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 I've debated it and everything like that. But in my in the ministry, when I use those apps and use those different things, one of the greatest features of Evernote, that I think, is being able to search within the documents. Oh yeah. And with within the text files there, whether it's a PDF that you threw into Evernote to archive it in there or whatever, it will search the text in that PDF. And it will also search the text within lessons. So it's all good and fine that you can find uh, titles of the notes and everything, because most of most applications only will index the titles and allow you to search the titles and maybe even uh, the tags on those things. But you know, Evernote, you don't have to do any of that. You can just put whatever title you want and put ever whatever, whatever simplistic title you want, and it will search the the tags or not the tags. The search the text of those notes, and I love that because uh, if I need to look up uh, Luke 15, you know, if I need to find all the stuff that I have in Evernote on Luke 15, and I type that in, it's going to find every reference in every note to Luke 15, and I can look at that, yeah. and that's going to be, I think that's just going to be invaluable for you, and I know, you, I, know that, I know that you'll be using that when you're looking at notes and, and taking tests and writing papers uh, for your education. That's a really, really great feature.
1: Uh, it's Evernote's, they've, they've come a long way with a they lot of really, different things. They really, really have. The, you've got all your notebooks, but then you can have stacks. And so I have a, I have a stack of notebooks and it's just Hamilton stuff. Anything that's, whether it's from meetings or parent meetings or um, even different series as I've done in Bible class, I have a, a notebook in this Hamilton stack. And then I go to that notebook and it's got everything there. And so um, anything that I use, regularly is in a shortcut on the side always in one of my, either in a notebook or a stack that I can just go get and I've already got one set up for grad school and so anytime, as soon as that gets started and I'm taking notes, I'm ready to go
0: and we, uh, I just want to do a little bit of cross promotion here we had a uh, excellent episode, episode 13 about uh, earlier this year with Adam Fawn, who's the minister at um, the uh, Lebanon Road Church of Christ in Nashville he's actually got a new podcast out as a side note by the way Called a Legacy of Faith, and it is going to be. It's a really good show, and I was actually on it uh, a week or two ago, and it will be live this week. But anyway, he's got a great um, episode. He talked to us. He came on and was kind enough to talk to us all about Evernote. So if you want to know all about Evernote and things like that, if you're going back to school or if you just want to implement it into your ministry, uh, you can check that out. It's episode 13. You can find that at chatl.co/mbits/013. Uh, Stephen, are there any? You, you mentioned uh, Evernote. You mentioned Dropbox. Uh, you mentioned Goodreader. Are you using? You know, I'm, I'm a I'm a complete Dropbox junkie. Are you using Dropbox for anything other than uh, storing documents or anything? Um, or are you just uh, just using it for that?
1: It's it's kind of my um, everything place. Uh, if I'm if it's something that I'm going to use or that I to need anywhere it goes, there um, I've built up a lot of free space on dropbox i think i've got i've got about 15 gigs i guess on there now i've never paid for any the extra added stuff but just inviting people and all that and it's i've probably got it about three quarters of the way full of just everything um i probably need to go through and do some cleaning on it really but um, if i'm finishing up something all of my sermons are in there uh, all my bible class stuff everything that i did when i was uh Finishing up my bachelor's degree is in there. Um, It's kind of just, if if it's something that I think is somewhat important, I put it in there. Just mainly to have a backup of it. And, you know, if my computer blows up for some reason, then I've still got all my stuff in Dropbox. And uh, we use it here in the office a lot. You know, it's how we get our sermons to the control room and our uh, PowerPoints for song leading and all that. That's how it gets to the control room is through Dropbox.
0: Uh, and it's, it's just really nice volume. not to have to yeah it's, it's really nice not to have a lug of USB drive back and forth oh yeah and and yeah. and have those files is like much like evernote to have those files everywhere because if it's two apps that you can say that are pretty much everywhere it's Dropbox and evernote yeah. and they're going to be everywhere and they're not going anywhere anytime soon
1: yeah I think they're pretty they're pretty well here for a while which is really good
0: um, Are you backing up your your Dropbox files uh, any at, any at all?
1: No I've never really done any of that. Probably should, but because
0: um, it's kind I'm of a backup in and of itself. There. yeah, it's kind of a backup in and of itself. you know if you like if you said like you said if your computer just kind of crashes and, and blows up, then you get a new computer or you have your other fi- your uh, files on your other devices, you know you can just redownload mm-hmm. all those. so it's not a huge deal. That being said, yeah. though, I guess a little d- disclaimer, you know, you always want to have redundant backups of everything. and Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, Dropbox could always, you know, something crazy could happen, and they could lose your data, but I really, really doubt it. So might be good to every every few months just to make a copy of the Dropbox folder on an external hard drive and make sure that you've got it dated and backed up and everything. That's what I do.
1: Just right, if there's sure. one thing I've done a bad job of, it's, it's backing up stuff, I know. I need to. I've listened to your podcast episode a few times about backing stuff up, and like that's a really great idea. I really need to do that, and then I never do. And I've well, got so many. Well, and
0: let's talk about that for a minute. How how much more important is that going to be now that you've got? I mean, what happens if you are working on a paper that's, you know, you know how grad papers are, fifty pages, oh, yeah. you know. And yeah. what if you what if you're forty pages into a fifty page paper? And your computer crashes, and uh, whoops, you forgot to upload that document to Dropbox. And yeah. what happens? You know, what are you? Have you thought about that? Have you thought about a solution for backing up and, and keeping stuff backed up? Um,
1: I've I had an external hard drive that was hooked up to a different laptop that uh, before we moved, and I was in my office in in Cleveland, um, I had an external hard drive for backup and used it pretty regularly. Um, since we have moved down here, I've not really used it so much. I'll probably be getting that thing back out and setting it up with my Mac just to have that. Uh, um, um. A lot of stuff needs to be gotten rid of on my computer anyway, but yeah. I do need to get some kind of backup. and That'll probably happen soon, especially, like you said, with starting all these big papers and stuff that's going to be coming up. That's I would probably cry very much if I were <laughs> to lose some of that stuff.
0: So. Well, you know, case in point, I, I had a girl, uh, she was taking some summer classes at UT and she came to me and said my hard drive is messing up and that's exactly what the internet said and everything and it, it was true, her hard drive was, had just literally failed on her and um, I, I replaced the hard drive and she had a computer back but she all her documents and all of her other stuff uh, were completely gone because you couldn't access that hard drive anymore because it failed on her. So. Uh, and it would be you know, uh, important be, to note important that, to documents, aren't that big, documents aren't that big uh, these days. Even with, uh, with big keynote presentations that have big photos in them, you know, uh, they're not gonna, still not going to be very big, 15 or 20 megabytes. Uh, go out and, and spend you know, $15, $20, 25 and get a four, uh, 16 or 32 gig flash drive and just back up your most important documents and presentations and different things like that you know, every, uh, every week or so. And you will have a lot of peace of mind knowing that that's uh, that's backed up. So, uh, not just to you, but to not our, our listeners as well. You know, yeah. and it's kind of ridiculous, kind how, of much ridiculous how much stuff, stuff I have backed up I everywhere have backed up. Uh, because I've got uh, copies of, got copies, copies, of copies of stuff that I really don't ever really want to lose, um, backed up on <laughs> different, USB different, different USB drives and different <laughs> external hard drives and stuff. So, but they will fail, they and will they will fail. fail you at the time uh, where you. Don't want the time when it's most inconvenient for you.
1: Yeah, well, I've had one hard drive go out on me before, and it was, I don't remember exactly what was going on, but I remember losing a lot of really important stuff. So, you'd think I would have learned my lesson and have a better backup system going after that happened. But.
0: And if you're Not noticing, you know, if you're something noticing I, you know, something I, something I found out, something you know, I replacing out, this, uh, this girl's hard drive is that, you know, there's there's several you know, there's signs, both, several Mac both Mac PC, and that Mac PC, that you can tell that your hard drive is failing. If you're if you're typing on your computer and it takes a minute for your cursor to check to catch up to typing, um, then it looks that's a big sign that says, hey, your hard drive may be failing. So yeah. if you think that your hard drive may be failing. Uh, make an immediate backup, an immediate backup of, of backup all of your important documents and transfer them off of that computer because there's a good chance that if it fails, if it fails uh, you can't access you that, can't that data, access anymore. That data <laughs> anymore. So, uh, Stephen, uh, Stephen kind of closing out our, um, closing um, out discussion, our uh, here. discussion here, uh, are, there uh, are there any other favorite apps, apps that you're, you're going to be apps using, apps uh, using? Uh, maybe uh, specifically regarding, uh, your regarding your education regarding going back to, back to school, or um, uh, Evernote, uh, Dropbox, and GoodReader, it.
1: Those are going to be my big ones. I'm I'm trying out an app. I've tried this one a few times, and I'll get it and I'll use it and then I'll delete it. And that's uh, Wonder List. Um, oh yeah, I like many list. different times before, but I um, I just downloaded again and I've got a different list set up for both the classes. I'll have this semester. I've got one set up for youth group stuff, one for office, um, and one for prayers, which is something that. And um, I'm just, whenever something comes up, or a prayer request, somebody mentions something or something that I need, just things I need to keep in mind. Um, I've got a list of those on there as well. But I'm going to try it again. It's kind of the same thing. It syncs across everything. So I can pull it up on my computer or on my iPod or iPad or my phone or anything and always have all of that stuff. So I'm giving it another chance. And I think I'm going to enjoy it.
0: Well, I'm glad you mentioned List because List is um, – is one of those that had, a recent, those redesign, that had a recent redesign and it I gave it another chance as well and it has really come a long way and it's got apps for your Mac your iPhone, iPad uh, and they're all really really nicely done and uh, you can have lists um, and you can have sub-lists now you can make notes and everything and it's it's your basic to do app but it's really nicely oh, yeah. done and the best part is, is it's free. Uh, they They recommend yeah. a pro account to you just about every time you open the app but Um, You don't have to pay for that and I've been using it for several weeks now since the redesign and it's really really great. I'm sitting here looking at it right now. Um, now. Um, You can do due dates on different things. You can star items. Um, items. um, That'll be really really effective when you have like you said, a lot of like different you lists. you've got a prayer, lists, list, prayer uh, list to-do list. you've got a, you've school, got a to-do school to-do list, school you've got to-do. a youth minister to-do list and and you need to keep track of all those things. So I'm really glad you mentioned that app. That's a really great app. Uh,
1: one, one of the one of the few good things about having an Android phone is the widgets. Wonder WonderList has a pretty nice widget
0: uh, yes, for the
1: yes, for do. the phone. And so I don't even have to open up the app. I can go through all of my different lists and see exactly what I've got on there. Um, just from my home screen, which was very nice, you know, to see everything right of, there without what having kind to. Go... Of, what kind, of
0: droid, phone do what you kind have? of droid phone do you have?
1: I've got the Galaxy S4.
0: Do you like and, it? Um, do you like it? Uh, sometimes. Part of the time. <laughs> sometimes. Uh, i <sometimes.
1: laughs> if my, when I got it, I'd, I had an iPhone 4s, and it was so small, and I got tired of doing everything on such a small screen, and I said, "Hey, this is a humongous phone," and I actually almost went with the Note. Just to have the you know the the iPad holding it to my ear when I'm talking size <laughs>
0: yeah yeah exactly you know, yeah.
1: I d- I decided on the Galaxy and I like it but it's I don't know I think I'd gotten so used to having the iPhone that the differences are it's kind of annoying me and it's 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 really buggy sometimes and it gets on my nerves but um, for the most part I like it pretty well I guess but I'd, the widgets are the one thing that I'll miss if I go back to an iPhone is is I've got my calendar and wonderless pulled up always so i can just look at that and it makes it really easy to see what's going on
0: yeah i do love the widgets on android phones i have an android tablet i don't i don't have an android phone and, and i lo- love the widgets and i love to use that sometimes so um, well steven anything else that you'd like to, to mention we went over some apps we even went over your equipment you got a macbook pro you got a ipad uh, mini that you'll be using and a uh, Android phone there that you'll be using. So, And I think that's a a pretty good setup, and and you'll be taking some notes um, and classes and different things and uh, backing those up on Dropbox and taking them through Evernote and and transferring those to Goodreader, PDFs, and different things like that. Sounds like you get a good uh, idea, a good workflow uh, heading into uh, your next degree here.
1: Yeah, it's been working for me for a while, and... I'm, I'm sure that something else will come along and I'll switch at least something to something else along the next few years. But for now, I, th- I think this is going to work out pretty well for me. I think it's going to
0: do good. Well, very cool. Anything else very you'd cool. like to Anything add before we, we have our have prayer, prayer, prayer and uh, end, uh, end the podcast here?
1: Podcast. I don't think so. I think I'm good.
0: Okay. Well, uh, thank you, Stephen, for being on with us. And we'll, uh, we'll say a few uh, words here after we get... Done with our prayer, but we're going to have a uh, quick prayer, and we'll pray for your uh, continuing education and your ministry there at uh, Hamilton. And we'll uh, make sure that we pray for those different things. So let's go to God And prayer here very quickly as we end the podcast. Dear Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day, and thank you so much for Stephen and his willingness to uh, talk to us today, and his willingness to be a servant of yours, to be a, uh, a good guiding light in your kingdom, Lord, and help his uh, ministry at Hamilton as he is uh, working with the children there and working with the parents of those children there, help the ministry to flourish, help the gospel to be preached there. And Lord, help him to uh, manage his time well when he starts his new degree, Lord. Help him to manage his time well as he's uh, looking at all these different things and getting busier and busier with his family and his uh, different things that he's doing to further his education, to further his knowledge of your word and uh, diving into your word, Lord. Thank you so much for Stephen and his influence and his uh, determination. determination. Thank you so much for all the things that you have given us uh, as ministers. ministers. Thank you so much for the 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 tools that you have blessed us with and the the technology that we can use every single day to preach the gospel to every creature, Lord. Thank you so much for all the things you've given us, including your Son, died on the cross to save us from our sins. And it's in his name that we pray this prayer. Amen. Stephen, we thank you Steven, so much for being on the so show much. today, and you can find show notes to this episode, this episode. at chadl.co slash mbits slash 022, and uh, Stephen, I can't thank you enough. You were our first guest. I didn't mention that at the beginning of the podcast, but you were our first guest on this show, and now you've come back, so it's the return. I'm, of I'm honored
1: you. to have been invited Steven back. Stephen Holt strikes back, I, I guess, like yeah.
0: but thank you so much, Stephen, and we appreciate it, And uh, we will let you know when this show goes live. And uh, anybody listening, go out there and uh, have a good week. Make sure to like our Facebook page. Um, follow us on Twitter at ministrybits, twitter.com ministrybits. And uh, we will see you next week.